I'm Jamie Smith, and my work is typically pen and ink. I use mostly black and white ink and do intricate florals. Um, sometimes I paint murals like the one behind me. And uh, um, yeah, my practice is very much uh, about symbolism and just hiding little Easter eggs within my, my drawings uh, is what I like to do. <laughs> It was a long time for me to actually find my voice. Um, I think some artists, it clicks really early on and I was not one of them. So um, it was definitely has been a journey for me. And I actually on a traveling trip, I was in Australia for a month by myself. I had been dabbling in collage at that point, abstract work, and I was alone bored which doesn't happen in real life I don't think so this was traveling bored and I had a journal and a black pen and I started to doodle and kind of allow myself to draw the things that in art school weren't really looked that friendly upon so I started drawing flowers I was in a botanical garden and I fell in love with it and I started um, I was never one to carry a sketchbook and so that was sort of the start of that practice. So it really moved me into mostly I work on paper and uh, with ink pens or painted ink. And then I also am starting to really dabble into gouache. So right now I'm talking to you from sort of a home office that is storage. And I feel sometimes like I'm a little bit of a pack mule because I never know what I'm going to need. And so I bring bits and bobs to my house here. And then I have a studio in East Van with a lovely artist, Rebecca Chaperone. That's where I make the majority of my work. And then I pack things up because I think, of course, I'll need this when I get home. Typically to just pack that all back up and take it right back to the studio. But it's the artistic process, you know, of thinking of all the supplies you might possibly need at any moment. I love being around another artist. So Rebecca is someone who is very thoughtful in how she works. She makes quite a lot of work. And it's for someone like me. So I, I make art, but I also run a community of artists. So I really believe in bringing people together, having a voice, especially for female identifying and non-binary and gender queer artists. So I kind of have these two lives that are very connected. Um, but that means that I'm not in the studio every single day and Rebecca is. And so it's really good for me to get tied back to the kind of the heart of making when I go to the studio, whereas my home space, it's very easy for me to do the things that I also need to do like computer work. And, um, I try to have supplies on hand at home because I do want to always if I'm in the mood, like capture that and be able to work. But having that space for the Rebecca really, I always come back to, you know, I'm an artist, this is my studio. And, and that really helps me keep going with it. I find I'm a way better leader in my community. And I'm also just a better person in my life when I am making art. But I do find with the art making, it's easy to put it to the last thing on the list. And so I have learned kind of ways that I can sort of help myself not do that. A big thing for me is having something that is started and open and ready to go at. I have a very hard time um, between projects, between series to kind of keep that momentum going. So I try to, at the studio, I try to get something to a point where there's a next step that's quite obvious 
and I'll take that next step home to have with me to keep going. I'm a leader in the sense of I'm facilitating conversations with creatives. So my business partner is Kaylin Butine and her and I kind of see ourselves as sort of like artist cheerleaders. You know, we are there to facilitate uh, structure because it can be very hard and quite lonely to just be constant. Like, I feel like Rebecca, my studio practice has given me this sort of place to rest in this structure, my creativity. I think it's hard to have to find that. And so we hope that uh, the Thrive Together Network that we run, um, we meet every Tuesday and we do live sessions. And at those live sessions, I'm asking people to make and I'm asking people to follow the things they want to do. And we believe that there's no one path and every artist has a different way of going about it, a different practice. But it is saying, do it. And it is saying make and get your voice out in the world. So I struggle when I go and I have seasons where it's just the art isn't happening. And for me, and I always know, notice that as I'm leading because it's not authentic. And when I'm really making it's, I can just feel that inside of me of being like, we can do this. Like we are doing this. And, um, and I think both serve a purpose because I know many artists that, you can't always be making, you can't always have the next great project. And so it's a, it's the creative life, I think, um, is, is a balance of these things, right? So this last show I did um, called Mother Time, it was a big uh, push for me. So this was a solo show and I had basically been really doing group shows and, and more facilitating for other artists. And this was me saying, no, I'm doing it. This is my work. Um, I also made it extra difficult for myself because I picked a topic that was very difficult for me. So I've been on a fertility journey for the last years. And I felt that I was seeing a lot of writing about fertility or, or art, but it was always kind of from someone who had come out the other side. So typically it's easier to talk about something when you have a baby in your arms and you can, and it's still valid and it's still important to say, I went through this and you know, this was my journey. And I decided to make a body of work as I was experiencing the thing without a happy ending. Like there was no baby at that show, you know, and it was a big choice. And I like think about it now looking back, like, wow, <laughs> was that foolish or <laughs> great? Um, but it, that work really kind of took all these ideas I've had. My work has always been about loss. It's always been about grief. It's always been about, do we have control over our destiny? Is the winding road or the dark pool um, a choice we really have, or is it set? And, and, and sort of thinking about these topics and then mother time came in and I really worked on my visual vocabulary I think as artists we have to believe that our work is important and that is like something that we're always kind of you're just putting your head down and you're alone a lot and you're wondering is this going to matter and that show was one of the first times where I was like no this does matter because there were certain people that came and saw uh that show that Gave, told me directly, you know, this was, this is what I needed to see, or I, I didn't realize 
that I needed this kind of thing. But what it did for me as a person is it said that anyone is allowed to talk to me about this. I opened the door and you can't shut that door. And you have to be very generous once that door is open because it's not fair to have a bad reaction to someone talking to you about it kind of thing. And the, the reality is, is that with something like this, um, not only is it just a very hard thing to deal with, but there's also a lot of hormones that you deal with and there can be really bad days and there can be really bad news and someone's not going to know that and they're going to send you an Instagram message, you know, and, and I thought before I had put it out there and before I had presented my like heart on a platter, so many people, they wouldn't know I was going through it. And, but kind of my personality to me hard things can help other people and that gives me a lot of satisfaction and it gives me a lot of hope and it is literally the only silver lining that I can come up with for some of the stuff that's happened and so I need for me I just embrace that and the show was embracing that but um I do look back and think like wow like really went for it like I was really in it and that um work said it all and told everyone one thing I do is I um, also teach on Skillshare which is a creative class platform and after this show I, I made a class that came out just a few months ago and it's how to make art about hard stuff a big thing for me is that if you're going to share something that's hard you have to know you've opened a door and it will not close. And it, and it's open to, especially if you're sharing on social media to you can't control and it can't always be the people that are your safety net people. You've opened that door to everyone. So I highly recommend, you know, making sure that you are strong. So I, I have a therapist, me and my partner has, have done counseling throughout this, this entire IVF journey and fertility journey. And um, so I would say definitely making sure that you're taking care of yourself, make sure that it makes sense to share it. It's okay to share it when you're out of it. And years later, a lot of my other work is years later, big topics. This is the first time I ever did something I was in. So I would, if you're at all, an artist is at all questioning whether they're, you know, ready to share, I would wait. I would, I would err on the side of waiting. The concepts I'm diving into are so big. They seem unending. Um, they seem there's multiple angles, um, especially into something like grief. And there's so many ways that I'm still not satisfied with how I've expressed it. I think why I love art so much is I love learning and I love investigation. I'm always have the next thing I want to do, but you know, there comes a point and I think it's an evolution of what I've learned is that I don't want to always be chasing. I don't want to always be dissatisfied. So how do you reckon with, you know, moving forward and having big dreams, but accepting that it's, it's not, I don't know if it's ever going to be realized. Like, how am I ever going to express grief in art? Like, that's just probably not going to happen for me. So it's accepting that this is the, this is going to be the journey and 
So it's enjoying it and being present in it, which sometimes is hard when you're a goal-driven person. <laughs> but I feel that creatively I am pursuing the things I care about. And to me, that's, that's success. That's, that's what I wanted for a long time. <laughs>